Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Linger Longer. We're here for it today. Woohoo! Yeah, there's <laughs> only three of us. Uh, Jay is out this week, but we will soldier on as best we can. We can do it. I believe in us, gents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's me, Pastor David, with... Paul and Kevin. Lovely. Lovely. We ended our series yesterday. We, we did. This might be the longest one we've done in... 13, 14 weeks. It felt like it, but I think we only did 12. 12, okay. Only. Uh, yeah, only 12. <laughs> but I, I really can't think of a longer series we've done since no. I've been here. No, that is a long series, yeah. But I thought it was good. Um, mm. It's always nice to profile Old Testament mm. characters and kind of hit the high points. and it, it was good. Very enjoyable. If you missed any of it, it's all online. Um, on our website or back on our Facebook page. Check it out. Um, good times there. But we're moving on this week. But mm -hmm. before we do that, um, what was your high point from worship yesterday, Kevin? So uh, in Horizon, uh, at the end of, the, of your sermon, we did a little bit of a response time. Um, and the music that we got to play during that was a, a Hawk Nelson song. Um, from like 10 years ago. And that's, Hawk Nelson was like one of my favorite bands like 10 years ago. <laughs> it's like good old Christian, like pop punk music. Um, this one teetered a little bit outside of that realm. We'll talk about it later. But um, getting to play one of those kinds of songs was, was really fun. Um, and it fits so well with the direction that you took uh, the sermon. Um, so that was that was my high point. And, and also that I made the Jeremiah was a bullfrog joke <laughs> while I was sitting listening to your sermon. <laughs> you you had said like Jeremiah was a, and I think you went to say like young boy or something like that, but you were just put in enough of a pause that I leaned over and was like bullfrog, <laughs> which got me in trouble with Kendall. So <laughs> like, stop, pay attention. <laughs> oh yeah. So I didn't even think about that yeah. until I was listening to Jay's sermon. And he kind of did the same thing. Yeah. Like, Jeremiah was a, and immediately was like, bullfrog. Those are the next words that are going to come out of your mouth. Bullfrog. But they didn't. And then he like did it like three more times. I'm like, come on, man. This is the one. Bullfrog. <laughs> that was not my high point. But no. Oh, what was yours? Well, um, the choir sang, we sang a new and a brand new anthem mm. at both services called Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog. <laughs> no, no, Honestly? It's, no, it's, no, it's actually. I thought I recognized that one. <laughs> so, no, I wish, I wish, but no, it was called Sing the Joy of Harvest Home. I went down the sort of path of Thanksgiving mm -hmm. this week. Uh, I went on there, but we've been working on this anthem. I'll talk about it later. But anyway, that was a high point because uh, it was a brand new anthem uh, which the choir worked on. So and we performed at both services on oh, cool. Sunday. Yeah. So that's sing uh, the joy of harvest home. Sing the joy of harvest home. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, I think the high point was similar to Kevin's, that not the Hog Nelson version. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Um, but very rarely, as a pastor, do you get to. I'm not going to. I don't want to use like the fruit of your labor type deal, but very rarely do you get like an actual response out of people, mm -hmm. like a tangible mm -hmm. like response. But when I asked them at the end of the sermon to write down the words that they've been hearing through this mm -hmm. series, and we had notebook cards on the walls and in the back, 
And then I got to read through those today, actually. I went down and I cleaned up the face center. And just to get to hear, well, read, I guess, the words that people are hearing and the things that they're feeling about God's call in their life was really awesome. Mm -hmm. So to see them respond yesterday mm -hmm. and then to read those responses today was definitely a high point. Mm -hmm. um, and then in Beacon... Uh, we had a family join the church, mm -hmm. so that's always a high point. Um, that's good. Uh, just people's kind of joining left and right this fall, mm -hmm. so it's been a good time to be a part of First Methodist. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, well, Kevin, what hit the cutting room floor for you this week? So, uh, like Paul, I also did. I kind of leaned towards Thanksgiving uh, when it came to the music for Horizon, um, and. There's a song by Elevation Worship called Grateful. It's mm -hmm. relatively well-known. Like, anyway. Um, and and so I that one was in the running for a long time <laughs> <laughs> in my planning, and then I ended up taking that one out. But I, I want to read some of these words because they're, they're great. This is the day that you have made. Whatever comes, I won't complain. For all my hope is in your name, and now your joy awaits my praise. And then the choruses are, I give thanks for all you have done. I'll sing of your mercy and your love. Your love is unfailing. Lord, I am grateful. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it just it fit the, the Thanksgiving theme yeah. um, that I was, I was kind of leaning into. I ended up going uh, with... For this would have been the closing. I ended up going with "Gratitude" by Brandon Lake, which I sang at Beacon as well. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, so yeah, "Grateful" by Elevation um, was the one that got got the axe this week. <laughs> well, this is kind of a weird year because we'll talk about this later as well. But we're we were closing out the call and response sermon series, which Jeremiah is not exactly a. Thanksgiving -y mm -hmm. character, right. especially his call. Um, and then next week, we're going into, we're leaning into Christ the King mm -hmm. Sunday because we're going to do communion next Sunday instead mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the following week, which is Hanging of the Greens. So we don't really get a Thanksgiving Sunday this year, mm -hmm. no. which typically you do. You sing all those Thanksgiving songs. Mm -hmm. And um, so finding a place for them to fit in and still go along with, the message that's kind of mm. tall order for y'all this week yeah. <laughs> Paul, well well, well, got um, well that years. sort of leads into one of uh, the cutting floor for my pieces because as you said you know it's a strange year both these sundays could be thanksgiving mm -hmm. or we could include and that's what i'm going to be doing because this week i could have started with come you thankful people come mm -hmm. which is one of the you know classic uh, thanksgiving hymns but um, I decided to keep that back for next week, even though it's Christ the King Sunday, mm -hmm. because we're still not in the new church year there. Mm -hmm. um, I have got a great hymn off soon. We'll talk about that next week for, um, for Christ the King. It's going to be a great service. But I thought I would put Come Be Thankful, cut that from this week's service and put it on next week. So it sort of bridges the mm -hmm. two, bridges the week, I yeah. think. Yeah. So on there. So that's one that I cut. Come Be Thankful, people come. But don't worry, because we'll <laughs> sing it as our first hymn next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Most thankful people are coming. They are coming. They're coming. They are coming. They are coming. <laughs> well, for me this week, it was it was part of Jeremiah's story because it's kind of interesting the way and, and we didn't have this in our actual reading. We started our reading at one four and went one four through ten, but in one one through three of Jeremiah, it gives the background mm -hmm. like where he's from, 
who his dad is, like some significant background. But the way it's written, because it's Old Testament, if you're not aware, not written in English originally. You know, <laughs> shocker, I know. But it's written in Hebrew. And the way the Hebrew reads, there's not punctuation. So the way the text lays out, it could say, it basically implies he either was a priest himself, like Jeremiah was a priest, or his father was the priest. Hmm. And scholars debate this, whether he was actually a priest, because then it comes back and says, but I am only a boy. Right. So is he a young priest? Is he young in his ministry? Or is he not there at all? And so that's, that's for, for my purposes on Sunday, that was neither here nor there. Because mm -hmm. I, I focused on the words portion. But if you were actually going to profile Jeremiah and who he was, it'd be hard to know exactly where he is in his ministry journey. Does he go straight to the prophet or does he go... Was he a priest that becomes a prophet? Mm. It doesn't matter. So, for all of those reasons and more, I decided to skip <laughs> verses 1 through 3 and just go right into God's call yes, for Jeremiah. <laughs> so, behind the music, what, what happened musically that you want to take us on a little trip for? So... Uh, Diving into that that Hawk Nelson song, um, it was a song called "Words" from their album "Made," which came out in 2013. So yeah, 10 years ago, <laughs> um, and it was the first album with their without their original lead singer, which I think is why they went from like this like very like teenage angsty pop mm -hmm. punk to more pop rock contemporary yeah. kind of sound. Um, but and so it was fun just like nostalgically it was yeah. fun to play that kind of music um but the because of where you went in the sermon talking about like the importance of of us of like the words that we have heard the words that we speak um it the song just fits so well um so here they are. <laughs> Here are the words to the song words. They've made me feel like a prisoner. They've made me feel set free. They've made me feel like a criminal, made me feel like a king. They've lifted my heart to places I've never been, and they've dragged me down back to where I began. Words can build you up. Words can break you down. Start a fire in your heart or put it out. And then the chorus is where like the declaration is, let my words be life. Let my words be truth. I don't want to say a word unless it points the world back to you. Um, and like even singing it it was like man this is like this is hidden like this mm -hmm. is like this is what we need to be singing you know um especially after hearing that that message uh and what i thought was was cool with singing that song and then going we went straight from that which was kind of more of like a congregation listen to it kind of mm -hmm. as they're responding and we went straight into our closing and so invited people to stand and sing along um we went straight to to gratitude by brandon lake and the very first line of that is all my words fall short i got nothing new how could i express all my gratitude and in the moment i was like e i don't know if that that flowed well um but in talking to some people after they were like, no, that actually like that made it more impactful where it was like, 
yes, our words are important and they do all of those things, but also what else are we bringing to the table? Are you also doing the work? Are you also like, are your actions also speaking? Mm -hmm. And so um, in in the moment, as I sang those words, I was like, uh, I don't know if this flowed right. But then hearing the, the feedback, it was like, a lot of people seem to really like the, the parallel yeah. with those two, so. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like there's a lot of hearing in like hearing and speaking in that first in the word song mm -hmm. but then with that opening line really without throughout that whole song mm -hmm. by brandon lake it's it is more about action yeah it's about doing something so it's not just saying mm -hmm. it but it's doing it and I, th I, I thought that was a great bow on the present that was this sermon series yeah. like mm -hmm. yes god speaks yes we should listen Yes, we should respond, but that's not just a yes, I will. That's a yes, I will, and here's me doing it. Yeah. So I thought that was, thought that was good. Mm. That was good. Paul? Well, the, th the, three, the three hymns we had this week, uh, two of them were based on Jeremiah. The first one, which is God of Love and God of Power, 578, is this great hymn to start with, and mm -hmm. it just pushes that call to worship we had, which was taken from the Jeremiah um, reading, uh, scripture reading there. Mm. Um, and uh, that's an interesting hymn because the melody comes from 1680. It comes from 1680, and yet the words for that hymn were written <laughs> brand in 19... New. <laughs> yeah. But the hymns are written in, uh, the words are written in 1939. Oh, wow. So this, this, wow. this writer took that really old hymn tune and put new words to these words to it. So the tune, so you're talking, you know, over 300 years or so um, between the the, com the composition of the melody and the words. And this is a great hymn. You find this in many hymnals, you know. Uh, so that was a good start. And then, the, of course, the last hymn, I am thine, O Lord. This is mm -hmm. this is another Fanny Crosby. We talked about Fanny oh. Crosby before. <laughs> who she wrote hundreds so and good. hundreds yeah. of hymns, so you know. Good. And she wrote this wonderful melody, um, the melody, sorry, words to a wonderful mm. melody. The melody was composed by William Howard Doan, and um, Fanny Crosby took that, wrote the words, and set it to that hymn tune. And that's just a great classic one. It's got a wonderful refrain where the where you've got a call and response between the ladies yeah. and the men, and uh, so that's a good one. So those two went really well. And then the middle um, hymn, I sort of reverted back to Thanksgiving again because our morning prayer was a Thanksgiving prayer. Bear in mind, we won't have a morning prayer next week because it's, it's communion. Right. So I thought I'd take advantage of that. And we, we gather together is, is a great hymn tune. Normally, we sing an anthem version of that. We've got a superb anthem version. So we normally do the anthem version. We never get to sing. We gather together as a, as a congregation That's because true. we're going to be singing that. Next week, mm -hmm. we can actually sing We Gather Together, just a hymn version, which is, is great as well. And that's another interesting hymn because um, it's based on a 16th century Dutch melody. <laughs> People won't realise that, but from always Netherlands, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just incredible, really. So, um, uh, and of course, the, the melody or the words are written by Edward Kremser, but, um, you know, another great hymn for Thanksgiving. And as I said, um, you know, the choir will sing a version or an adaption of that next week. A really exciting anthem for that, which we normally sing, you know, obviously the day yeah. before, the week before. So three hymns, two linked to to Jeremiah, uh, especially on on that on that uh, first verse of "I am I am Thine, O Lord." But um, 
but basically the middle hymn based on the Thanksgiving. So that's where we went and saw this week in terms of the music. So uh, so going back to yes. Fanny Crosby, where yes. do you put her on historical hymn writers? Oh, at the top. She's got to be in the top five. I mean, yeah, I just, yes. she was just prolific, uh, American prolific um, compo- oh, writer of, of hymn melodies. Blind, of course, blind yeah. most of her right life. And uh, just incredible... Um, um, taking a scripture reading and pracing it into a, a, a song format. It's just incredible. And as I said, um, uh, I suppose there's fewer hymns, a few of our hymns in our present hymnal mm-hmm. because there's so many hymns being produced all right. the time, you know, so um, something has to give in the end. We end up with a hymnal this big, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, if we kept everything in. But it's great that I, she's got many, still many hymns in our mm-hmm. present hymnal. And you'll find her, I looked it up, um, another sort of fact I looked up about her, but she, she has hymns in over 600 hymnals. Wow. 600 hymnals worldwide That's contain incredible. hymns by Fanny Crosby. So a prolific um, composer, hymnist, you know, um, a writer of, of hymn words. Yeah. The, she's, she's definitely top three for me. Absolutely, I mean, yeah, yeah. Blessed Assurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to God classic. be the glory. Yes. Oh, my favorite. That uh, one, yeah. I am thine, O Lord. Yes. He hideth my soul. Like Loads of... Uh, loads and I knew of, all of those off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That, that, I don't have those on C-C-L-I. my screen. Get out of here, man. <laughs> so, yeah, to God be the glory is my favorite because mm, when we yeah. do that, I usually have trumpets in for that. Oh, and yeah. I've, got, I've got some real good desk cans for that hymn. And uh, when you get full organ and the choir sing, and then this, these, uh, one trumpet usually plays a melody and the other one is playing a desk can. In fact, on the last verse, they both play a double desk can. Mm, so that's really yeah. exciting. So I... I try and do that whenever I've got trumpets, if I can fit it in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then, have you got? I, I have one last thing. Yeah. Um, that, so a lot of times when I'm picking music, um, I also try to find like devotionals that go with the song. That's mm-hmm. just an easier way for me to like digest what songs are talking about. Um, and with gratitude, I wanted to read a, a little bit of this. Uh, Which is the one you sang at Beacon as well. Right. Sang it at, mm-hmm. at Beacon right before the scripture reading. And it was the closing song in Horizon. And it was with Blue Christmas next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like getting into the season. This was part of this that, that really like struck me. So, so what do we do when we don't feel grateful? You be grateful. Thankfulness is not only a feeling, it is an action. Is most effective when it is embodied, spoken, or sung aloud and outwardly expressed as worship to God himself. It is an act of resistance rooted in the belief that God has given us more than we deserve, despite how we may feel at any given moment. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, like that paragraph, that those few sentences, I was like, whew, wasn't ready for that, you know? Like, it was just, it, it, it really hit me and, and wanted to share that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in this season. Um, I think it's good to reflect on things we are thankful for, things we are grateful for, and I, this may come as a shock to some some people in the room and listening to this. But I'm not always a huge fan of organ music. <laughs> I know, I know, I, I know. But I'm becoming ever more grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Um, like yesterday, we were having some organ problems, yes. and so mm. Jay had to play everything on mm. the piano. 
and it completely changed the atmosphere in the room. Mm -hmm. Like without yeah. that organ, yes, carrying oh, yes. us. Yeah. Like because I feel like that's what it does. Mm -hmm. It does. Like for me, I'm not the world's greatest singer. I'll admit that. <laughs> it's okay, but. With that organ behind me, yes, I feel like yes, I can sing yes. as loud as I yes, want, you can, yeah. and it's not going to matter. Right. Mm -hmm. But like yesterday, I I didn't have that same confidence. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for the confidence the organ gives mm -hmm. me in worship. It's nice to use the piano, but the the piano. You talk about a huge sanctuary, yeah, six hundred mm -hmm. seats, and it's hard for the piano, even a full size grand, which we've got there to fill that, that area, like the organ does. You've got many, many pipes on there, thousands of pipes actually. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's a good accompanying instrument, yeah. especially for hymns and you know, like yeah. this there. Um, I was just gonna mention quickly on the Sunday's anthem. I said it was an earlier today that mm -hmm. it's a new anthem, Sing the Song of Harvest Home. And um, it says on here, it's based on an anthem written, uh, written in the 19th century, but this I said is a brand new, um, uh, adaption of that and the choir's worked on this for four weeks four or five weeks because that's how long it takes for us to to get a new piece up to scratch and it's really an interesting piece because it's two parts but it's very clever how the melodies passed around mm -hmm. the choir that sometimes the men have it sometimes the ladies have it and who hasn't whoever hasn't got the melody has what we call a counter melody which fits a bit below or above that melody and um, so, and we really enjoyed it. So I think this will be a, a sort of standard that we'll keep with as oh, well. Um, so we can do it, you know, at least once a year. It's going to be hard at Thanksgiving next year because we're going to have to choose this one or we gather together because <laughs> they're both great Thanksgiving anthems. Yeah. But I was just going to pull one verse from this. Uh, there's three, it's a three verse but the, um, piece, but the last verse says, to the Lord, their first fruits bringing, all the thankful people come. To the Father, praises singing, sing the joy of harvest home um, and you know um, and then sing a joyous song for telling future gladness sweetest grace grace and I just thought that was a really beautiful words for Thanksgiving you know and a real good um, good anthem to have for that day yeah and not just words for Thanksgiving but that yes. that last yes. that last line was yes. sing a joyous song for telling Future, future gladness, gladness sweetest yes. grace. I mean, Looking I, to the future. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is kind of the direction this whole series has pushed us. Yes, yes. Of telling, of mm -hmm. going, mm. of speaking love and grace mm. to those we're called to. So I, yeah, I, I thought it was good. a great, thought it was a great anthem. Thought it was a great Sunday mm -hmm. all around. Mm. So next week mm. uh, we are, like we said, kind of skipping the direct Thanksgiving theme. But we're going to go to Christ the King Sunday. Mm. So it's not always one that we kind of celebrate uh, because of where it falls in the church year. Because typically we're doing a Thanksgiving piece there. Mm -hmm. But we're going to we're going to do it. We're going to lean in Christ the King. And we're going to have communion. Mm -hmm. So not a typical first Sunday, mm -hmm. but because the first Sunday falls on Hanging of the Green Sunday, um, we're going to bump communion up a week. Mm -hmm. Lean into Christ the King. Because uh, I think Jesus is always, mm. always the King and yeah. always and I think worthy of celebration. And I think communion will fit in really well with this because the other name for Christ the King Son is Feast of Christ. Uh, so mm. I just think that I will be a, a good link there. It's sometimes known as the Feast of Christ, you know. Very so cool. so we've got we have some great music there as well. I'm sure.
Yeah. I'm excited. Well, anything else, boys? I think that's all. All right, that's all for us. We hope you enjoyed it this week. We hope to see you in church on Sunday. If you ever have any thoughts or questions, put them in the comments below. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye bye. Peace.